Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, lighting. We have it all. Well, today is February 16th, and as I've said many times, I catalog my podcast by date. And I want to say we are in the middle of February, and uh, today, well, this week we've had 80 degrees. I think it's going to be a little cooler today at 77. I just looked up the temperature in New York. I am so sorry for you people, and I'm so glad that I don't live there anymore because you guys are in the 30s all week. So boo-hoo, I'm sorry about that. There again, I don't think I'd ever move back to New York. Hey, today we have, as our guest, Darren Renson. Darren Renson, sorry, did I murder your name? No. Senior Area Sales Manager for Monogram. And Darren is responsible for running around Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, and West Texas. Welcome, Darren. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy now that I live in Arizona and I'm not living uh, back east. I don't know where you're from, Darren, but this weather is phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, it's been really nice. Happy belated Valentine's Day to you, by the way. Oh, thank you. So we are going to talk about several things, one of them being KBiz, which is actually Kitchen and Bath Industry Show. Now, I've gone over KBiz because they have it every year, so I do podcasts about it at the beginning of the year right after they're finished. And this year they held it in Orlando. Next year it'll be in Las Vegas. So Darren and I are going to be there, most likely. You know, you never say you will do something until it's time where you feel you can do something. But we're hoping, right, Darren? Incredibly hopeful, yes. Yes. And so I've got to say that, you know, this is funny, but KBiz is not open to the public, but you can actually go onto these programs like HGTV or some of the uh, magazines that will have interviews there, sometimes videos, sometimes just stories. So it's closed to the public, but not really, right? Yeah, it's it's for industry insiders, industry participants, whether you're a designer or a manufacturer. Um, you know, a few years ago, they also merged the show with the International Builder Show. Right. And so they, they happen at the same time in, in the same convention center. And so you get a lot of the production home builders and custom home builders that attend as well. Um, but so many great things come out of come out of the kitchen and bath industry show. Right. This show is used to introduce to market concepts, new products, um, everything for the home. So my big question to you, Darren, is what's going on with Monogram? What did they introduce this year? Now, I yeah, wasn't this... there, so. <laughs> I wasn't there either. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't uh, able to get all the way over to Orlando for the week. But, you know, it's it's a great show. Um, a lot of energy and a lot of uh, fun things happen at KBiz. And so, you know, we've really kind of taken a stance at Monogram Luxury Appliances that that is going to be the place where we showcase everything that we do Um and are doing and are planning on doing for our customers uh, who are designers, builders, as well as homeowners across the country. 
And so we, we really, you know, over the last few years have been putting a big focus on the show to make a big splash. So when we come, we're going to make sure that we come with both guns blazing. And, uh, you know, we, we had a fantastic, fantastic booth at KBiz this year. This year we were showcasing three different kind of concept areas we call Villa Monogram. We had a farm, uh, we had a beach. And so, you know, these had different design feels, different design styles, um, and how Monogram can really kind of disappear into a designer's vision for a particular room. And so it was really, really a gorgeous, gorgeous booth that we had going on. Oh, I'm going to have to look at uh, your website. Maybe they took pictures of it. Maybe pictures of your booth are somewhere. And if I do find them, then I could uh, put them on Designer Circle. By the way, Designer Circle is open to the public. It's an online magazine that I've been producing for 14 years. And that's where my podcasts are, products of the week, my advertisers, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so hopefully... I can find some of those great pictures. So what did they introduce this year? Yeah, this year uh, we, we showcased uh, one of the biggest things that we showed was our new designer collection. So what, what this is, is um, a way for you to kind of customize your appliances uh, above and beyond just the standard stainless steel finish and traditional sizes of, of appliances that are typically put in a nice kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, gone are the days where I used to say to people, okay, you can pick your tile for your backsplash, you can pick your handles for your cabinets, but the refrigerator is what it is. No more, right? Yeah, you know, we've always kind of allowed our customers to have the opportunity to put custom cabinet panels on the front of their refrigerators and um, looks really, really nice when you do that and you can make them disappear into the kitchen. But now we've, um, we've kind of launched this designer collection. We're starting with two finishes. Um, it should be launched sometime next year. It's going to be a beautiful brushed brass finish and kind of a darker titanium, almost gunmetal finish available for panels for your refrigerator. Um, hoods will be available in that finish and uh, most likely are professional ranges down the road too. What about dishwashers? Would you be able to get a panel to match? Uh, so it's not in the plans right now, but who knows? You never say never, right? That's true. That's true. So you said brushed brass. Wow, that tells me that in 2023, brass is probably going to be a big item in the kitchen. Yeah, you know, uh, a couple of years ago when we launched our new collections, both the Statement and the Minimalist Collection, we really leaned into to brass. We used it um, for our burners, our burner caps. We have uh, real brass medallions inset on our Statement handles, and we even launched a brass hood. Was and that polished brass, Darren? It's a brush brass, actually. Oh, brass. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. it's so a brush brass hood. Yeah. yeah, so it'll it'll match perfectly. And oh, good. We uh, we're trying to expand the opportunity to use that finish because it's been so incredibly popular with our designer customers. Uh, we want to give them the opportunity to use it on other parts of of the kitchen design as well. So uh, these uh, panels that we're offering for our column refrigeration is going to be the first step into offering it into our uh, additional products. 
So I'm sorry, you said that the panels would be available with the uh, single door refrigerator, right? The column refrigeration, yeah, oh. and that's that's the right product to put it on because they're the ones that you can install flush that really kind of disappear into the design. Okay, um, but if somebody is interested in stainless steel, of course, that's still going to be available. Oh yeah, stainless isn't going anywhere. I've I've been doing this for about 17 years, and for about all 17, people have always told me stainless steel is going out of style yet. Here it still is, and I don't think it's going anywhere. But for those customers that want an option, we're affording sure. it to them. Sure. Well, if they change their mind two years later, they can always take that panel off and put stainless steel back on, right? Yeah, it's a beautiful point. back on, they have to order point. it. But, yeah, yeah, but great yeah. point. Well, you mentioned that you're hearing that stainless is going out. I constantly am reading about what's in and what's out for the new year. And, of course, as I've said many times on these podcasts, you'll get a designer that maybe wants to be in print, so she'll come up with these, or he will come up with these things. And I just read one where somebody said, oh, stainless is definitely out. Nobody wants it anymore. It's boring. Well, I'm sorry, but that and the white kitchen are timeless. It's not going anywhere. So if you're not a proponent of brushed brass, you can always get the monogram columns in stainless steel or you can put a wood panel on to match the cabinetry right right or not match the cabinetry i've seen that done a lot of times too yeah the most fun one that i've ever seen is when they do the chalkboard front in a refrigerator now that's really cool if you have little kids mm-hmm. um, or if you want to communicate with your teenagers that way but you know be inventive and monogram will let you do that yeah absolutely uh, so, I want to talk about the taller refrigerators. We kind of missed that. Yeah, one of the things about the panels that we're offering in the designer collection is that even though built-in refrigerators are, are 7 feet or 84 inches tall, right. um, we've seen a lot of times designers want to put taller panels on the products, uh, 96 inches, for example, another mm-hmm. foot taller. Which you can absolutely do, but you've always been forced to do it in just the uh, cabinet front panels. So with this new designer collection, we're making the panels in 96 inches, which is really adds a a great sense of scale to the to the room. Um, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of these kitchens that these monogram products are going into are, are either larger kitchens or at least have you know, higher ceilings, vaulted ceilings, and Mm -hmm. um, putting the taller product in there kind of um, really helps with the overall design so it doesn't get dwarfed by the the size of the room or the size of the ceiling. Right. It uh, it really helps, especially, and I I have so many people saying, well, what am I going to put up there with that 12-inch cabinet, which by the time you build it and you put your trim on it, it's maybe a 9-inch cabinet. So Mm -hmm. why not just have your panel go all the way up to your crown mold? Or if you're contemporary, up to a very small trim. So that's a good idea. Well, I'm waiting for you to um, explain to people what the new concept is. What appliance conceptually did they introduce at KBiz? So we we showed something pretty cool at KBiz. We showed a built-in electric rotisserie. So for those of you who don't know what rotisserie is, it's, it's um, it's a spit with a heat source behind it, and uh, it turns, and the food essentially is being slow cooked 
by the heat um, while it's basting in its own juices. So it pr produces a really um, tender and juicy result, which is great for many different types of food, whether it be uh, you know chicken or prime rib, you can even do fish, um, all fantastic options. And so this is, this is the new thing that we're showing that's kind of following up the big splash we had with our hearth oven that you and I have talked about many times, Nancy. Right. That was introduced, oh, several years ago. I was at Cabez when it was introduced, and it was called, I think, the pizza oven, and they changed the mm -hmm. name to the hearth. But now that's on the market, and that's a great item. So uh, the rotisserie isn't on market yet, right? No. So um, it's developed by the same team that built the hearth oven from first builds mm -hmm. and it uses some of the similar technology you know one of the great things about our hearth oven is that it keeps the heat and the smoke even though it's open to the kitchen out of the kitchen um, and it uses something very similar to like a catalytic converter where it absor absorbs the grease and the um, the smoke before it releases the air back into the kitchen and so we're doing the same thing with the rotisserie. So it's going to be open to the kitchen, um, but you're not going to necessarily um, have it pouring smoke or anything else into the kitchen because of this great technology that we originally developed with uh, First Build for the hearth oven. Right. Now, the hearth oven doesn't have a door. And so you said that the rotisserie doesn't have a door and it doesn't need one because of that new technology. So mm -hmm. that's a great idea. So this thing would be built in like an oven. So yeah. you build it into an oven cabinet or into a wall. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you, you build it in and it works off electricity. So um, I don't know of any, I don't know of any electric built-in rotisseries on the market today. Um, I know that there's a gas one. Uh, this is going to be much more efficient, um, easier to install. And uh, when it hits the market, we're planning for hopefully later this year or early next year. I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a real hit for certain kitchens for certain customers. Sure. So my big question is, do you think it's going to be self-cleaning? <laughs> well, if you get anything hot enough, it's self-cleaning. Uh, so I don't yeah. know that yet, but yet to be determined. Yeah. Well, this podcast is being brought to you by Monogram. And right now, we don't, I'm not going to do a separate commercial for Monogram because this podcast is the Monogram commercial. But I do want to talk about Studio 41. They also sponsor my podcast and they provide everything you need for your project from complimentary design services to the best quality products and innovations available in the industry today. By the way, if you, uh, use their complimentary design services, it's because you're not my client. Hmm. <laughs> they have hundreds of top brand appliances from plumbing fixtures to cabinets and decorative hardware. They have many showrooms in Illinois, I must say that, and one flagship in Scottsdale, which I use all the time. I have never seen hardware like I see when I go in there. There's thousands to pick from. Um, it is a little overwhelming, but if you use their salesperson or myself to help you, then uh, we got it down to a science, so don't worry about that. If you're interested in where these showrooms are located, you can go on shopstudio41.com. And you'd be very impressed with what they have. I know I am, and that's why I get all of my hardware and my plumbing supplies from them. 
Okay, back to Darren. So, do you think we can talk about the connected appliances? Yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite things to talk about at Monogram Appliances. Almost all of our appliances that we manufacture are connected. And we uh, truly believe that connecting your appliance is going to give you the best possible ownership experience. You know, we, we build everything that, that we make for market with three key pillars in mind. The first is we want it to perform incredibly well. And I'll be honest with you, at, at the price point that these luxury manufacturers, Monogram included, are at, um, that should just be the basic cost of admission. Anything that you manufacture um, that you know has this sort of price point should perform incredibly well and give you, you know, culinary level results out of your kitchen if you know how to use it. We also really focus on the materials we use. We talked about the, the brushed brass and all the other materials that we use at Monogram that really sets us apart. But I think the thing that's really important around Connected is the home ownership experience. We want our customers to love their purchase and love the appliances in their home. And if you think about it, your home appliances um, are one of the few things in your home that you interact with multiple times a day. You might take one shower a day, but you're probably cooking two or three times a day or using that microwave multiple times a day. And we want you to have a world-class experience and be delighted by your use of it. And that's really brought to life when you connect the appliance. We make it so easy. Um, it's simply downloading an app and there's usually a QR code on the appliance you can scan to, to connect it up. And once you do so, a world of possibilities become available at your fingertips. And you can do so much more with that appliance in your kitchen than you could have ever done without connecting it. Well, let's go to the basics first. The average person may not understand how all this is connected. Number one, they have to have appliances that are wired to be connected, correct? Yeah, so they are wireless, but they have to have the technology built into the appliance. You're absolutely right. Right. When I say wired, that product has to be produced with the technology in that appliance so that it can be connected. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I didn't understand years ago when it first came out. I thought, oh, so I have a monogram refrigerator, which I couldn't connect because it wasn't at that time set up to be connected. Uh, the next thing is... Do you need a smartphone to connect? Yeah, so uh, you have to have internet. So welcome to uh, the 2020s. We, uh, we need internet in our homes, uh, wireless internet. Now you could and use a tablet if you don't feel like putting the apps on your phone, right? Sure, yeah, absolutely. You can use a tablet, any, any smart device that's connected to your home's Wi-Fi. Okay, so... I guess the first thing is when you're going to purchase new appliances, make sure that they're able to be connected to the app. Right? Yeah, and, and almost all monogram appliances are able to be connected. I, I can't think of um, maybe one or two examples in our entire catalog that doesn't have connectability built in. Okay. Well, talking about new appliances, how are we doing with the uh, lead time on appliances? I just want to mention that because that's constantly with me when I'm uh, designing kitchens. 
Yeah, I mean, it depends on your frame of reference. Um, are we as good as, as we were, you know, 10 years ago? No, uh, because you can't just walk in and say, I'd like that and get it delivered the next day for, for most of these appliances like we've all been kind of used to. However, um, in terms of the, the competitive landscape, from what I hear from, from our customers, we are significantly better than most um, and we're getting better every day. Um, you know, I, I deal with uh, hundreds of orders at a time and I'm always checking ETAs. And sometimes even I'm surprised when I look and see when it's supposed to come because I'd halfway expect it to be six months later than I see. Um, so uh, we're, we're, getting, we're getting pretty healthy, uh, but I, I would caution you to, uh, to get too excited because you never know what challenges tomorrow may bring. That's true. And it's not monogram only, but all the appliances experience this long lead time without going into the reasons why. But as I say on every podcast having to do with appliances or any fixtures, anything really, don't wait till the last minute to order and expect that you're going to get it. Uh, if you are designing or building, you want to start investigating and order as soon as possible because your appliances are gonna hold up a lot. You can mm -hmm. tell a kitchen designer the appliances that you would like. She can design the kitchen based on those appliances, but then when it comes right down to it, if they don't show up and you're ready to order your cabinets, which they don't like to do unless they have a, a deposit on the appliances to make sure that you're not gonna switch. And sizes are important. If you mm -hmm. decide to order an oven uh, and they all have different cutouts. But if you order your oven and then tell your cabinet company what you've ordered, it makes life much easier. So I'm hoping that the lead time for everything is getting better. And that includes everything from the wood for the cabinets to the faucets in your bathroom. Okay, I won't dwell on that anymore, Darren. It's just that you have to keep reminding people that you can't just go to the store and pull it off the shelf. Yeah, I mean, appliances are the very last thing that get put into a kitchen usually, um, but it should be one of the very few first things you order. Exactly, and I'm totally uh, in agreement with you on that. Okay, getting back to uh, connecting. So they order the appliances, they come into the house, they have their smartphone. What do they do? Well, so if they're, if they're monogram appliances, um, you're going to download the Smart HQ app, which... Um, is the app that handles all GE appliances that are connected. So not just the monogram brand, but you know, if you have cafe appliances or a GE water heater um, or a GE air conditioner um, or any of the other items, that app um, allows all those appliances to live on a single app. And then um, you register the appliance with the app. And then once you've done that, it all just kind of works like a beautiful orchestra in harmony. Oh, so that's also available on Android as well as iPhone, I'm assuming. Yep, yep. Smart HQ app is available in both Google Play Store and iOS uh, App Store, and it uh, works perfectly great for either. Good. So I was looking through some of the websites, and I saw that recipes are available if you have a smart oven, and you can go into your app, and is this true? You can get recipes right off the, the app? <laughs> Yeah, so you know, this kind of goes back to what, what I was saying about the ownership experience and, right. and the experience is significantly better when it's connected. You know, 
used to be when you when you bought a, a product, let's just to say it was a, a range that had you know knobs on it and it was just no electronics. Um, whatever was printed on that knob was was what you could do, and that's what the range could always do. Um, and that was it. It was a finite amount of, of technology. Now with the connected appliances, your products will get better five years down the road than the day you bought it. You will have more features and capabilities because of connecting the appliance than the day you bought it. So for example, recipes, you can find a recipe with the app and all you have to do is press start cooking and it tells the oven what temperature to preheat to, what mode to be on after a period of time, what mode to change to. And here you are getting world-class culinary results with uh, simply just pressing a button because you looked at the recipe in the app. So that's a great example. We recently just um, pushed out a new mode called steakhouse mode to our ovens where we worked with a very famous uh, uh, steak company in Nebraska, I won't say who, uh, to produce um, world-class level results uh, cooking a steak. And now all you simply have to do is um, tell it what cut you're cooking and how done you want it and you press start and um, it will walk you through step-by-step -step process, including the resting of the steak to get um, an amazing steakhouse result out of your oven. And that's just technology that didn't exist when we built the oven, but now the oven has because of connecting it. So as you're adding different things to the app, does it automatically update? Yeah, so um, firmware updates or software updates um, for the for the ovens or ranges or dishwashers, when we figure something out that's going to make it perform better, mm -hmm. um, we're going to alert you when you open the app and say there's an update available for your dishwasher, would you like to update it now? You press the button, behind the scenes, all the stuff happens, we, we do whatever we need to do, and it'll let you know when it's complete, and now your dishwasher has either a new feature or works slightly better because we, we learned a, a better way for the dishwasher to work. Okay, and then I think, if I'm correct, if you have a problem, if something's not working, the app should be able to tell you what's wrong, maybe? <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, that's part of Smart HQ as well, um, and that's what we give our technicians the ability to do. So we can, uh, you can schedule service on the app. So once you've registered the product, it knows the serial number and all that type of information as well as your information. You could just press a button to schedule a service if you're having an issue with the products. Because let's be completely honest, um, you know, even Mercedes-Benz has a service department. Sometimes things don't go perfectly right, and you need to get a technician out there. One of the great things is that Monogram is that we are the only manufacturer that has coast-to-coast -coast factory technicians. So when our factory technician comes in, he uses a version of the app that'll actually run diagnostics on the product. And we know how many times the door's been open or door's been closed. We know how many times you've run the cycle, what temperature the water got to at the cycle, or any issues with the particular uh, products. Um, and we can diagnose uh, right then and there. That saves multiple service calls. It saves ordering the wrong parts. Um, all great information we can actually connect up using the same uh, uh, app. It's just a different version of it. It's the service side versus the, uh, the user side. That sounds great to me. So I want to list the appliances that are smarter than me. It might be shorter to list the appliances that aren't. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the refrigerators, uh, all, all models, right? Yeah, so all of our refrigeration products uh, are connected. Okay, ranges, whether they're mm -hmm. freestanding or 48 inches or 30 inches or whatever. Now, um, are the gas and electric appliances smart? 
Okay, good. Uh, and ovens, wall ovens, dishwashers, your vent hoods, washers and dryers, ice makers, microwaves, room air conditioners, and water heaters. Water heaters, I didn't know. Um, if uh, I don't know if it's all over the world, but my water heater decides to break and doesn't tell me. I wish somebody would say, hey, you've got two days to get a new water heater because it's going to break. It's yep. going to rest out in the bottom and you're going to have a flood. So will this uh, smart water heater tell me, okay, you're almost at the end of life. Yep. So I, I just recently put in a GE Appliances smart water heater. I can change the water temperature from my phone. I can increase the uh, capacity of my water heater. Uh, it uses an electronic mixing valve. And when it's time to service it or maintenance it, um, the app is going to send me an alert and say, Time to time to do your annual service, um, and I know exactly when to do it. Super cool. Wow. That's almost a must-have. Okay. Did we miss anything? I know we talked about, um, and I'm sure people have questions with the app, because it's something that not everybody's familiar with, um, right? Yeah, no, it's, um, I wouldn't say it's a pretty steep learning curve. Um, it's actually quite easy to use. In fact, we, uh, for the fourth year in a row, just last month, won the Internet of Things uh, Appliance Manufacturer of the Year Award. <clears throat> so we're doing it, we're doing it right here. Um, our user experience on the app and our user interface is, is world-class. <clears throat> and it should be, it should be pretty straightforward. But if you do have any issues with connecting or operating it, you know, we have a we have a fantastic team that you can call that will walk you through step by step. That is fantastic, and I do want to mention one thing or ask you to um, tell me what the URL is for the YouTube where Chef John Lindell cooks all the time. Because I post that on Designer Circle. If anybody wants to see some really cool videos, you can go into is it the Monogram channel? Yeah, so you go to youtube.com and mm -hmm. uh, you find Monogram Appliances and just click the subscribe button and you will be able to see all the videos that we've uh, posted and you will also get alerts when we post new videos. He's fantastic. I watch him all the time. Yeah, he's great. I don't cook a lot, but I like to watch people cook. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, then you're in the right uh, area. Yes. Yeah. So, do we have any last-minute comments, Darren? No, uh, I think we, we covered some great stuff. I, I will say, going back to KBiz, I, I didn't mention, but you know, my team would get mad at me if I if I didn't tell uh, say this. We won best booth, uh, so we were best in show at KBiz this year um, wow, for the second time. Yeah. Well, maybe they can do that again next year when we go. I hope so. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking your precious time to talk to me about this. And if anybody has any questions, they can certainly email me and I will pass it on. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. And please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. As I say every week, we are so loaded with information. Why keep it to yourself? Especially if you have friends that are going to need new appliances, building a house, remodeling a kitchen. This is where the information is really important. So if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And again, like I said before, if you have any questions for me or for Darren, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com.
In the meantime, Darren, thank you again. Have a great day. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And you guys out there, stay safe. Okay, thank you so much. I think that went well. Yeah, that was great. Thanks, Nancy. I think we covered everything. I'm really, really hoping to go next year. Yeah, me too. I can't I, wait. It's going to be awesome. I must have gone probably 20 times in my lifetime. I've gone to Chicago, Anaheim, Orlando. No, I didn't go to Orlando. I think they had it. Oh, Atlanta, Vegas many times. So um, I oh, missed it. Oh, they did Atlanta? I didn't know they did Atlanta. Long time ago. Matter of fact, it was just before the Olympics were there. Oh, that was, cool. That was probably before you were born. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not as young as you think I am. Well, have a great day. Okay. Thanks, Nancy. I'm going to end this now. Thanks a lot. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.